Hiding in the Bajra fields, on the raised platform, Thakur began imagining dragons and snakes in those sinuous shapes of the mist. The winds blowing over the fields made it look like hordes of people were marching towards him. The village had never been short of ghost stories, and Thakur's thoughts wandered towards their seductive intrigue. What if the ghosts were real? If he waited and watched the ghosts and lived, he would forever be known as the brave boy who saw the ghosts. But what if a ghost came to possess him? He heard that they were attracted by the smell of fresh blood. Thakur looked down at his own wounds and panicked. He had to get out of there. Scrambling down from the raised platform, Thakur carefully made his way out of the fields. Once he found a dirt path, he felt better but the shapes of the shadows bothered him followed him. They never seemed to leave. There was a story of an old haggard witch who tricked and possessed strays if they walked past her banyan tree near the village lake. Thakur would have to avoid that route. He found a stick and started walking faster and faster on a path that he knew would take him to Mesana. It would be a few hours worth of a walk but he was sure that that is where he wanted to go. He would come back to Ba and Bapu another day. Lanwa was not the place for him right now. There was a new rail line to Ahmedabad. At four in the morning the next day, there would be a 12-year-old ticketless passenger at the train station of Mesana, waiting to board a train to Ahmedabad. He would find a job and come back home when he had made something of himself. checker was working the Ahmedabad bound train. He had boarded a few stations before Mesana at Palanpur, just before it was dawn. It would be a long day, he thought. The train was going to stop at Mesana only briefly that morning. There were only a few passengers. Sauntering through the swaying compartments, he reached the one where some of the Mesana passengers had boarded. He saw a dust-covered boy, head down, arms crossed over his chest hunched near the window of the compartment. This fellow would not have a ticket, he thought. He tapped the boy's shoulder with a well-rehearsed questioning expression, making a clucking sound in his cheek. But when Thakur looked up, the ticket collector saw a bloodied temple, a bruised cheek and the bright white of one eye staring back at him. The ticket checker's jaw dropped open in surprise. Mahambe, what happened to you? Do you have a ticket? His dialect was a mix of Hindi, Rajasthani and Gujarati, typical of the area. Thakur felt no reason to explain himself, but answered the last question by curling in even more, tightening his posture and sitting upright, shaking his head vigorously in a mute no. 
There was something about the boy's eyes. He was angry, scared and looked terribly hungry. There was a sacred black thread on his neck, an initial tattoo at the base of his left thumb, and his wrist was wrapped in a tattered and faded yellow and orange token blessing thread from the temple. The blood from his temple had dripped onto his shirt and had dried into a shade of brown. This was no ordinary runaway. He seemed to have a family. It took only a few words of chatting to learn that the boy was from Lanwa, the village where his sister had been married a few years ago to none other than Haribai Pandit ji's nephew. The newfound familiarity changed the ticket checker's authoritative stance. It quickly took a back seat to pity. He stopped the interrogation and a little smirk graced his face. Young boys tend to be hot-headed. He had seen it far too often. And this one was not unlike most boys who run away. He chatted for a few minutes and let him be, returning to check on him just before Ahmedabad. He bought Thakur a cup of cha and some onion bhajia from a vendor at the railway station. The vendor was not much older than Thakur himself. The spicy chutney with the bhajia was a sharp taste that jolted his taste buds. He also thrust a few coins of loose change in Thakur's palm to find a doctor while he was in Ahmedabad who could tend to his wounds. He chuckled, saying that he could pay him back when he visited Lanwa, reminding Thakur to return home after he had come to his senses and that this was an ill-planned rebellion of running away. The train from Ahmedabad to Bhaisana was not until the next morning. He could ride back without a ticket if they were on the same train together. Besides, Ahmedabad had some nice temples and a beautiful lake. Perhaps Thakur could make a trip of it out after all. Although grateful for the kindness, food and money, Thakur had no intentions of returning to Mehsana just yet, let alone a sightseeing trip to Ahmedabad. He paced the train station, pretending to take the ticket collector's advice. But he was biding his time until his generous new friend left. Ahmedabad looked like a town filled with unusual buildings. What he learned later to be a mix between Muslim homes and traditional Hindu homes and temples. The men and women who came to the platform did not look much like him or like people from his village. Some women were dressed in long coats and many men wore tiny boat-shaped hats instead of turbans. Bar stories had taught him to be cautious. This town had swallowed his grandfather. Thakur felt out of place. The cha and bhajiyas temporarily energized Thakur and he paced about trying to come up with a plan. He had walked the train station several times, sitting on a bench here, resting on his haunches elsewhere until a constable became suspicious. Thakur gave the constable a smile and a nod, found a bench and sat down. He counted the coins from the morning. They amounted to a little less than 16 annas. Less than one rupee. But it was a generous loan. Thakur knew he could not return to Lanwa just yet, perhaps sometime in the future. 
he was going to use the money for something else. It would buy him a few morsels, but it was not enough seed money for the runaway. Perhaps Mumbai would have something better for him. Thakur boarded the next train to Mumbai, again without a ticket, avoiding the ticket checker by hiding under the seat when he was not looking.